they say the third time's the charm, and we're certainly going to find out if they're right, because it's episode number three of Running Up the Downstairs. My name is Josh Finkelman, and my guest on this episode is a great friend of mine, Nikki Strachan. Nikki is the senior artist in the makeup department at CTV, and she also teaches the next generation of makeup artists at George Brown College. She is also hilarious, and I'm really excited for y'all to hear this one. Before we jump into it, though, this is our first episode since going live, and I just wanted to say thank you to everyone who subscribed, listened, reached out. It really it really means a lot. Okay, as always, our theme music is by the amazing Ian Campbell. Our logo was designed by Josh Telfer, and the ad music is courtesy of Ted Peters and the Gumbo Yaya. You can find them on iTunes. You can also find other episodes of this podcast on the Apple Podcasts app or on my website, kjoshradio.com. Thanks for listening, and now, Nikki Strackett. <laughs> listening to this it will not be live it will have been live to tape live to tape that's true you're in tv that's nikki nikki strackin hey guys not not nikki strawn like the the street street. not like the street i bet you've said that a lot in your life all the time yeah that's like she even lives right near here yeah i'm not gonna tell you where because trust me you couldn't find it anyways (laughs) it took me forever (laughs) at any rate um welcome to running up the downstairs where um i talk to me josh finkelman talks to people who uh do things um and are great at those things that they do and finds out sort of how they do them so I can maybe do my own great things. Um, in this case, uh, we're with Nikki, who is um, one of, I'm going to just, I'm going to throw this out there, just be like one of the city's best makeup artists. Oh, thank um, you. And I know that because um, I don't know any other makeup artists and I can only <laughs> assume that she's the greatest. Um, you know, because she's Nikki. So, Nikki. Thank you. Hey, guys, I'm Nikki. Nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah. No, totally. Thanks for inviting me over to your tiny little apartment. Oh, okay. um, but it's perfect. I love it. I think it's amazing. Um, it's compact, you know? So let's just jump right into it. Okay, we'll get yeah. right into the, the nuts and the bolts okay. of who Nikki Strachan is. Uh, so tell me, how'd you get into makeup? Was it just you liked makeup? Uh, yeah. I think it was really a question about how I got into it. It was sort of um, how I got to where I am now. Uh, I've always known that I've wanted to do makeup. Uh, it was a, since I was little, I was a natural for me to just grab beauty products, do makeup. So you didn't use like, I just, I have this, I have this image of like tiny little Nikki yeah. with a bunch of Sharpies yeah. and a bunch of ruined dolls. Totally, yeah, yeah. That will forever. Always, always, always working with my hands and, you know. Are uh, you, are you an artistic person yes, in general? Yes, totally. Uh, like in a sense where I'm like creatively like doing things. Um, socially involved. I'm not super like, um, you know, scientifically. You know, you know. I'm the other, the opposite of that. Science is not your friend. That's yeah, well, fine. I mean, Math is, is not mine. It is, know? but I'm just drawn to visuals, and I'm drawn to to working with my hands, like makeup, painting. Uh, when I was a kid, I drew all the time. Uh, I like, you know, if I was to think about doing something else, I'd love to make jewelry, like anything that I can sort of create. 
right. beauty with. Um, so, yeah. So, how did I get into makeup? I just pretty much followed a path that was calling my name. See, I could never be into makeup. Not because I, like, I'm a guy or any of those stupid reasons yeah. that people might say. Just I'm colorblind. So, I okay. would, it would be horrifying. Right. Yeah, like, but, everyone would just have thick black eyeliner. Yeah. Well, know? it's not about the thickness, but they might be like, I like bronze. And then you give them, like, gray. Yeah, it would just like. be, that's what I mean, just everyone would get thick black <laughs> eyeliner because I'd want to look like I was doing something. No colors, just yeah. tones just and lines. Look straight in my eyes. Just <laughs> yeah. don't look at the mirror, just straight in my eyes. While, and then I would draw. I don't know why I'm demonstrating that. It's I mean, the, I'm, yeah. You're the only one who enjoys it, so. <laughs> yeah, I am. The guys, audience. if you could see it, he's just drawing, like, really loud, in the air, loud noises. Fantastic. <laughs> drawing really loud noises. Oh, this is, we are, so we're good. a pair right now. I'm drawing in the air, and... Um, yeah. Okay. So, so it was a calling. That's, that's great. Yeah. Does that answer your question? No, I'm, we, uh, let's get really into this. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, like how did I get in? Okay. I just, (laughs) I I don't want to be like, I followed my dream because it sounds so cliche, but but it's true. When I was a kid, like I always wanted to do makeup as I got into high school, I'm going to be a makeup artist. Like where where am I going to go? I'm going to go to California, you know, luckily. Did you um, go to California? Well, how was California? I didn't go. Uh, you, okay, you didn't go. <laughs> I was about to say luckily, but I would say unfortunately. Well, luckily, if you had gone, okay, yeah, just selfishly. I was going to say luckily, yeah. I stayed because uh, I have such an amazing family. So, um, and oh, I, I thought, got my, I got. I sort thought of, she was going to say friends, but whatever. <laughs> and friends, family. and of course, no, no, it's my fine. life here in Canada. Sure, whatever. It's just your family. It's cool. It's great. Um, <laughs> would I go now? I think so, but you know, I'm a sucker for family. But I mean, I I've learned so much from my fellow colleagues. Uh, and it's helped me grow as the artist so I am today. Let's let's not dance around it. I'm okay. assuming you can talk about where you work and who those yeah. colleagues are. So, like, tell me, where are you working right now? Why are, why are you so interesting to me? Well, I don't know. I work full time at the. I think if I can uh, refer to it as the Much Music Building, uh. the, the iconic building downtown Toronto, two ninety nine Queen Street West. So you don't know where she lives, <laughs> but you know where she works. Um, I do that. Uh, so Monday to Friday, and then I uh, am. Uh, instructor at George Brown College. This is what, but this the, this is why I find you so interesting in this regard is that you have this job and like I mean I think for makeup artists it's probably a pretty um, you know uh, braggable thing like I you know I work for a television yeah. company studio cool. and all that sort of stuff but you <laughs> you do the morning shows like yeah. the, so essentially like my schedule is I uh, get up at two forty five a.m. so that's just for everyone who's listening in case you didn't catch that that's two forty five. A.M. So middle That's, like middle of the night. Like I, I might have been asleep for forty five minutes potentially. Yeah. Um. And Nikki has been. I'm starting my day. She's just bright and rising. In my shine. tiny little apartment. She wakes up in her tiny little it's bed. It's not really guys. It's really cute. Uh, I get to you know make my smoothies and blast my music and. That you know what all of those things are true. It's cool. And yeah. so I go to work. I start work at four. I start my first base at four fifteen, and I start on a morning show. I carry on to entertainment finish at 12 and I go to the East End where I teach students of or makeup artists of tomorrow uh, from 1 to 5 and then I, I come home if I don't have any freelance gigs and then I do a ton of freelance on the weekends see this is the thing and this is why this is why I wanted to talk to you because you you are constantly doing stuff like if you follow Nikki's um, Instagram account and and especially if you're in makeup you totally should what's your Nikki Strachan makeup Nikki Strachan makeup thank you Josh that you know everyone's getting I'm at K Josh radio if you didn't already know that um, let's see we'll have a competition to see how many people listen to this podcast and of those and how many followers yeah, you get I'm assuming you'll get more I'm way better 
follow me. That wow, that, <laughs> that's definitely gonna sound like your Instagram has different kinds of pictures <laughs> than okay. it actually does. Right. Um, it's a lot of makeup, guys. Um, <laughs> anyway, so but you get up so early, which is like even just such a it, it's almost a foreign concept to me because yeah. like I hate getting up early, and as I've gotten older, I'm like doing it naturally. You know what I mean? Like I think I think the key of it. Um, is that you have to be a morning person. Mm. And uh, when I waitressed, where we, where we met. That's where we, yeah, right. Whoop. We're high-fiving. Yeah. You couldn't um, tell, but you could hear that. I actually, sure. I hated the fact that I had to wait to go to work at 5 p.m. I hated that. Uh, I love getting up, starting my day, and going and working, and, like, having my evenings and nights to, like, see my friends, have dinner, like, you know. Go to sleep by 6 o'clock. a show or go to bed, like, <laughs> you know. So I think that it's honestly, like, the the main ingredient to being able to succeed with this schedule because if you're if you're like a night hawk and you you know you can't go to sleep until like 11 or 12 I just don't think that it would work but I can I can go to sleep early I mean so do you find that's a trait is that a makeup artist trait like early mornings are I don't think so I think it's just a personality like trait you know I think it's like a matter of like you're a night owl right like when I hear some of my students being like I can't go to sleep until like 2 a.m I'm just like what like even if I had a normal job, I would never be staying up until, like, 11, you know? I'd still maintain, like, a healthy, you know... Wait, until 11 seems late, even if you had a normal job? I mean, like, That's maybe if I'm out, like, if I'm out, maybe, but, you know, I don't know. Who no, am I but that's, that's, I'm sure I, there'll be the odd night where I like pull three hours of sleep, but I, I, well, I mean, those are the nights that you know make life fun. Yeah, maybe. you gotta, you, you gotta live a little bit, especially, and that's another thing with this shift. You have to like, have like have a happy life, work balance, if that makes sense. Right? Yeah. So, do you find that that um, your not only your schedule, but and we'll get back to the job itself in, yeah. in a minute, but like not only your schedule, but like do you find it lends itself to like the other things that you want to do or do you find that like your schedule takes over a little it's a catch 22 but it's definitely like a a 50 50 forgot about that if you can hear that in the background we are sitting in the midst of a green field and that is a warm (laughs) summer wind blowing just softly my heat yeah we forgot to turn it off so get used to it at this point because it ain't gonna get better okay yeah or otherwise we'll be really cold you know what, when we come back from the break later, we'll okay. turn it off, and then the, the last it. part will yeah. be just pristine sound. So, yeah, so just, you know, happy. I think that, does it does it stop me from being able to be a bit more social? Sure. But it also helps me to have, like, a, a scheduled, light, like, a routine, you know? Like, right. I mean, like, it's 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 doable, you know? So, let me ask you this question, because it's, it's going to sound a little sort of, like, you know, grandiose, but you're someone who I feel like may be on the positive side of this particular question so that's why I want to ask you okay. in this manner sure. do you feel fulfilled ooh that is a tough one like job wise career wise oh okay you know yes I do um do I want more and more challenge challenge yes I do but f- fulfillment right now yes of course if I had a, if I if I say no then I would feel that I'm being ungrateful like I'm does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Like, yeah. I mean, you want to be happy with what you have. I think yeah. being happy with what you have is sort of like, at least in my experience, seems to be the key to like being able to not be a, like, you know, taken over by it. Like, right. And also, too, I don't like, I want more and more and more by that. I just mean like, you know, I aim for more. Sure. I, I aim for like, you know, like to do things for other people and and but yes i i would say that i am feeling quite fulfilled in my life right now and do you find but do you find so like the combination of the early hours the fact that you love your job and that stuff do you find that you 
still put the effort towards other things. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. I think that not as much as I want when I think, because sometimes I'm tired. Yeah. Um, and I'm really busy. Uh, but, like, I, I think it's our own job as individuals and humans to create space for those other things that we want. So when it, I'm ready, I will, because I'm happy right now. Um, and I think the only downfall in my job, I would say, are my hours. I think once I get to work, everything's great. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. it looks like you're having fun. Yeah. Um, or, you know, not having fun, but hiding it really well. well. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> pretty honest with my, you know, Your the, Instagram way I, stories. the way that I portray my life. That's, I mean, that's, you, you're, I've always felt like you're a very genuine person. So, like, Thanks, um, Josh. okay, it wasn't a compliment. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I am not <laughs> trying to win points. Uh, Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Shit, I won points. Accidental. Um, at, at any rate, but I mean, like, but I don't mean that in the sense of, like, um, I don't know. I mean, I think that you could definitely, um, oh, it's cool. I'll just, I'll just talk while, uh, while you're not here. Um, to our guys, Nikki just left. No, I think I, I have been, oh, she's still here. She's, I went to she's turn back. the fan off. The magic of radio. Um, Should I turn it on? Guys, so just, I just want to paint a picture only because it's happening in front of me. It's amazing. Nikki just got up mid, mid my brilliant, like, just really concise, Sorry. like, wisdom that I was going to say, um, which I've completely forgotten at this point. But she got up, she flipped up the fan, she's like, turn the, you heard her, she's like, I'm turning the fan off, and then it got louder, uh, and it was literally my favorite thing of today. Sorry, Wait, everyone else I hung out with today. Uh, you were saying a genuine... Uh, yeah, you're, you're in an industry that potentially um, has, like, the appearance of not being right. so genuine. And to some degree, even, like, the idea of makeup artistry, right? Is like, you're putting a mask on and right. stuff. Yeah. Um, so it's cool. Like, you're not a... You're a particularly genuine person. So it's interesting, like, the the mix, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're... Um, and like I said, we'll get back to the, the TV stuff in a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, you're teaching, which I think is actually so fascinating, right? Because you're uh, literally doing what we're going to try and do here in, like, half an hour, 45 minutes, okay. where you're, like, yeah. inspiring people to... Right. They wanted to do it. Here you are. I know that my teachers, when I was in school, could either, like, you know, put me off something or, or put me on at something, and most of the time put me off, which right. is probably why, you know, I'm not a sc- professional screenwriter. <laughs> I mean, and I was kind of like that, too. In high school, so right? Sure, so yeah. you have that, like, thing. Yeah. So how do you, like, what do you, how do you inspire um, your students to, like, actually find that genuineness? Oh. You weren't that's... expecting these kind of questions. Yeah, right? this is, like, deep. Fucking serious. Oh, shit. Um, yeah. Okay, how do I find... Um, <laughs> To inspire my students, I think what I what I do most as an instructor, I find it it all really relative. I think that we're all in this game together, and we all have the same interests. Um, a lot of the time, I have students who are out of high school. Some I have students that are older than I am. Um, but when I approach them to you know to sort of get to know me, and then the first or second class, I always just make it like super real. Like we're all here. We're, you know, we want to do the same things, and we're on the same level. No one's bigger, no one's better, no one's less, no one's more. Um, I have no superior power, you know, like, in terms of, like, I want to be that person who's knows more and can tell you to put, you know, do this and do that. I think that initially sets the tone for comfort, and I feel that that immediately helps them to feel inspired because I'm the same as them, you know? Um, cool. I'm not acting any better or any smarter, um, if, if anything, I'm just more experienced in, in the game of what we want to do. 
And uh, I think that, you know, not yeah, as an instructor, you don't want to become their buddies because you want to set a little bit of like a... Is there like makeup school detention? Can you, like, do no. people get in trouble? Do you ever find I yourself think it's like, like... And I say the first thing I say, like, we're all adults here, you know? Like, let's respect each other and we'll have fun. Because makeup is fun. Like, I can't, you know, and to inspire my students, I think, is just to become good people and not competitive. And I always say I was never the competitive type, not because I didn't want to fight for something, but because I found it dirty and I didn't think that you could succeed and go ahead by being dirty. And I feel like I was really lucky in that sense. And I never sort of uh, was a villain in any kind of um, job I had. And I think it got me to where I am now. Do you find, do any of your students, like, so you've been teaching for a, for a while. For about seven years. Yeah, so like some of your students must be working mm-hmm. in and around what you're doing. Like, do you ever, yeah. have you had that moment where you're like, oh my God, I taught you how to, totally. how to do that. I yeah, and again, it's terms. not like, you know, when they say thank you so much for like teaching me everything, I'm like, you had it in you, man. You know, like, I just like, I just kind of like boosted you up and I, you know. Oh, you're such a <laughs> What is so true person. though, you know, because I think a lot of, um, you know, I don't want to say millennials because essentially I'm sort of the cusp of the end, you know. Yeah, we're all, I think we're all millennials deep down. You know, but you know how some people have like a bit of a stereotype of like, me, 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 I don't want to do anything. I think that, I think things are intimidating. Like you said earlier, like makeup is intimidating. And I feel like if you can just create a comfort zone with those students, young, old, um, you know, even uh, some students can't even speak English, which is like even more on top of that hard, you know, and intimidating. So, I just feel if, if you can create that comfort space with them, then it just helps them to be and realize that they are good and they do have, like, you know, that path ahead of them. So, nice. inspiration, sure. I hope that inspires them. Like, I don't want to say, like, follow your dreams and, you know, like, and then yay. go home and cry yourself to You know, sleep. I just, I just be real, I think. And I, I hope that helps. And I feel like it has. And I think at the end of the day, it, it makes me feel so, uh, um, lots of gratitude I have at the end of the day to to know that I've helped. Nice. Somebody realize that they can do it. See now I want to teach people stuff. Yeah, you can. You'd be so cool. You'd be the best. I would come to your class just to come. All right, now I have to come up with a class. <laughs> All right, guys, coming soon. <laughs> Cooking one oh one at Josh's apartment. <laughs> I will teach you how to stuff a chicken breast. Um, that's for and make salmon. I can make salmon. Too. Okay, cool. Uh, fuck, man, it's gonna be a really short class. Two, uh, two, two <laughs> classes, and you're out. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but like really, I mean, I've always liked the idea of teaching. Uh, I've just never been someone who wanted to teach. I guess really, uh, it's different though because I feel like you just automatically think teaching is like you think of a te- you just kind of like go back to being like, oh, the teachers I had. Oh, that's, oh, all, the that's the only reason I, I want to do it. I just want to hit people with rulers. That's... Right, but like it's not like that. I mean, maybe just because I'm in like more of a creative environment yeah. teaching. Uh, it's not, it's cool. Like, it's so cool when you have, like, somebody come up to you and just be like, thank you so much. You know, like, I got this wicked email yesterday from someone being like, I got this job, and oh, no it's way. because of you, and you and you, that helped me get it. Oh, that's great. And you just are like, whoa, you know, this is so frame cool. Frame that shit. Yeah. You know? Don't. What's the digital equivalent of framing a, a letter? I guess you can pin an email to the top screenshot? of your... Screenshot? Yeah, screenshot. You can frame a screenshot. <laughs> Put it on your desktop. Yeah, yeah. Get a, the desktop picture of a frame and then just right in the middle. Yeah, right. So these are the tips and tricks, guys. Yeah, man, you'd be good. Oh yeah, man. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I would. I know I'd be good. That's <laughs> uh, not the point. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Uh, okay, well let's. Okay, let's let's talk about. So you work. You work like on the. What's your favorite part of working on the news? Uh, like not the news, but like doing that. Yeah, somewhere. like TV world. Yeah, yeah. what's I your think favorite part? Of that? Like 
the news, like, so I work on a show called Gear Morning, which brings me in very early with some really wicked talent. Um, Lindsay DeLuce, Anne-Marie Medewick, uh, Brandon Gonez, um, and Ben Mulroney. And, uh, yeah, so I, I, well, and then I carry on <laughs> with the E-Talk ladies. Um, do anyways. Get, do they ever bring you on to, you know, like, um... Uh, what's it called? Uh, Marilyn Dennis or whatever those, the morning, you know, the morning, did they ever bring you on to like, you know, they have the makeovers and yeah, stuff? Like, Do you ever uh, get a, are you No, I make- did, I did one like little clip for the MMBAs a few years ago, like how to get like red carpet ready with, um, we have uh, one of the, um, just like a much talent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, it was cool. I'm, I'm not super into being on camera. Why not, man? You'd be great. I don't know. I'm so comfortable right now because I don't have a camera in my face. But... Nah. Yeah. But we, no, we I don't know. I think, you know what, if it was ever to be an option, I would force myself to do it because it scares the shit out of me and I feel like if I have to do things like that in my life, so. Have you said no to it? That because, like, have they asked you and you said they no to it? They have asked me, yeah. And, and I have never said no? said no. I said, if you come up with something, then you want me to do a segment then I would love to man you should totally do I think you I think you would be fantastic on TV That's, we should have thanks. you on the we should have you on the DG special and do a a, a makeover of someone I am man I'll do it hey maybe that could be like my rehearsal like my, my warm up mode like I could do it and then... you know what I'm gonna talk to Dan we'll we'll, okay. we'll see if we can Dan? figure it you hear us? Dan, you might be... Well, I don't know. He was he was on our first episode, um, so maybe he's the only person listening right now. I don't know. Right? Um, and if you're not Dan and you're listening, thank you. Thank you so much Thanks for listening so to us much, because guys. right now no one is because I haven't put these up Okay. Yet. First of all, anyways. No, no. That's what I'm saying. I'm, yeah. Literally no one can listen right. to this right now because okay. once we're finished talking, it will sit in my computer for a little bit. But mm. no, no. Once it once it goes up and it's on my website, hopefully you're, you're on the downstairs whatever the web address I end up making. It might, it might be the dot downstairs. Okay. I heard that's a thing that cool. you can do now. Um, so maybe that's where you found us. Okay. Um, or maybe yeah. Nikki posted a, uh, a could, link yeah, on her I on might. her Instagram, which has to. so much interesting things. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, so, okay, so morning stuff, yeah. um, doing all that. So you've been yeah. on, they've had you on to do things. Well, We're gonna yeah, do like more. a few things here and there. I haven't had like a full segment because, you know, it just hasn't been anything like, I've really never showed interest because like I said, I'm not like, I, I feel very comfortable behind the scenes making all the other people look fabulous for camera. But um, again, if it came up, I would do it for sure. Um, but yeah, so what do I love best, like about the news or working well, no, just about, like, what, you, like, like what's your favorite part? Like you're always, cause you always post pictures of like, and I, it's funny because I don't know anything about makeup as we've established, but I see these beautiful women who you're, you're mm-hmm. posting photos of and their makeup's all done. I think like, yeah. I was like, oh, that's so cool that like, I know, you know, it's just a weird thing to be like, I know the person who made you pretty because yeah. like, I'm sure they're pretty in real life too. But like in the context <laughs> of your Instagram account, it's sort of like, wow, you get to, like, I think back get to being a kid. Well, it's the thing, right? Like I think yeah. back to being young and like you know I used to watch much music and yeah. like all those things and you never thought about that stuff I know. it was just I sort of kind of thought like when I was a kid like I want to work there and I think I somewhat manifested it but um, my favorite thing like oh god there's so many things but I think the main the main favorite would be that I I have the pleasure of like making people feel so confident to go out and do their job and like okay, so but what about think like you get to do the like you're at the MMVAs and like all yeah. those like big things. So like, do you? I mean, tell me about some of the perks. Okay, like, yeah. Let's okay. So the perks are like yeah. I get to see really cool famous people. Yeah, um, sure. I mean, like, any of those really cool famous people. If you want to come on this podcast, I mean, yeah, that'd be cool yeah. too. But yeah, otherwise, the perks I mean, would yeah. be I don't know. Like I mean, 
it's not like perks like talent, but perks would be. But you find yourself like you're at the MMVAs. Do you go like, oh man, I used to watch this when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, I've like in that I've always of find course. that such a, like an interesting like you moment get to see to shows have. and concerts. Like when much music was a thing, and I was working nights, I would get to see all the live acts. Like I would be backstage, which is a perk. Uh, now we used to have in office sessions. It's sort of it's in sort of transition right now. So, um, but perks are getting to you know work with these talented people who you know. Um, are some of Canada's finest, and um, I'm lucky to have that in my life. Uh, the other perks are, you know, you get to go to Justin Bieber's house and. Oh, that's right! I saw the yeah yeah yeah. I, mm-hmm. You did. That wasn't part of work. That was freelance, but part of my job. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Was that like? Was it weird? Did you draw those tattoos on him, or that's not the kind of thing? No, he, those are all real, <laughs> and he was so cool. Uh, was really, great like he was a nice guy. Was, it was let's, great. Let's. Let's let's get some tea here for a okay. moment. Let's okay. just pour a glass of a yeah, nice little steaming hot mug of tea. Um, I just assumed he was a bit of a okay. jerk. No, I don't know him on a level of you know. No, no, clearly Justin you're very good. Just in that, but what I will say, I spent the entire day with him, with a crew, and him and his friends and his family, and he was the most down to earth guy. So cool, so fun, funny, personable. Was letting us use our phones, and I will say that I feel like he was super cool in himself because he was in his own comfort zone. Uh, He He was in his house. He didn't have paparazzi. He didn't have people screaming at him. We were all profession. We were there doing our professional like job. You're there for a reason. Whereas when you throw, even picture yourself now or with your, you know, family, you're cool. But throw yourself into like a crowd where there's a thousand cameras in your face and cars and hands. What are you gonna do? You're going to be cool and, like, chill? Well, yeah, no, I'm going to... Well, yeah, I would be, because, like... For once or twice, but think about it, like, all the time. Like, you're going to probably No, I would love it. That's what I've always wanted. Okay, well... I hate I think that he was cool. Like, I think that people have this image that he is a bit of a punk, or was a punk, because of that. And, like, sure, you know, people make mistakes. We all get, you know, sassy. But I really think that the actual realist, like, the the real part of Justin Bieber is that he's, he's a cool guy. He was a kid, you know? This was like a year and a half ago, so. Oh, wow. That's, it's not the most but current it, tea, guys, but it is. It's it, You heard it right here. Um, it cool. Well, what's really funny, so have I ever told you my Justin Bieber story? I don't know. All right, we're going to go into our break with this. I'm going to tell you my Justin Bieber okay, story. Okay, cool. So I don't have a Justin Bieber specific story. I yeah. have a Justin Bieber adjacent story. Okay. So I start the place I work, which we don't talk about, but I work at a place, um, <laughs> and uh, and this guy starts working there, right? And I don't know anything about this dude. He's just a tall dude, and I'm not gonna name him or whatever because you'll understand in a second. But so tall dude, and he's you know just a guy. Okay. And he starts working, uh, starts working with us, and I go over to my buddy's house one night, our mutual friend Dan, who I've mentioned a couple of times, um, and I go over to his hey. house, and <laughs> Dan has a bad habit, or used to have a a, a a stupid game that he played where he would make me watch something terrible on Netflix because I wasn't like I was just hanging out and I was like I had nowhere else to go, and he put on some like horrible movie that I uh, that he would try to make me sit through, and he happened to put on the Justin Bieber documentary, the yes, the first one, I right? Love that movie. Okay, not also, a fan myself. I'm a huge Justin Bieber fan. All right. <laughs> more tea you heard it here first um so uh we're watching this documentary and like literally five seconds in there's this dude okay justin bieber's best friend went, oh. in the documentary okay is this guy that i work with no i shit you not and it was so weird because i'm staring at this guy and the documentary is about him and justin bieber's friendship and and how all these bieber fans were following him around and all this sort of stuff and it was hilarious like terrible documentary but but hilarious and it's this guy that i work with 
And so I go to work, and the whole time I'm like, no way. Like, you don't, you don't believe it, right? Like, at the time, Justin Bieber, I mean, he still is, I guess, but at the time, he was, you know, the biggest star thing going. He was Canadian. Everyone was talking about him. And here's this guy who apparently grew up with him and is in this fucking documentary. Yeah. So I go to work the next day. Uh, I might have even texted some people right away. <laughs> uh, but I go to work, speaking of hot tea. Um, so I go to work the next day and I talk to my buddy um, and I'm like, dude, you're never going to fucking believe. And now, first of all, when you tell people who know you and people, um, these people who knew me before, they're like, why were you watching a Justin Bieber documentary? Yeah, yeah. First of all, let's get this straight. Yeah, let's. You okay. are a believer. Yeah, I, you know what? I'm not. Um, but, but anyway, so I'm like telling this story. And so um, I pull, I before I even told anyone, I bumped into him he was working that day and I pulled him like aside and I was like dude you look just like one of Justin Bieber's best friends oh, amazing. like Good is approach. that possible because I I didn't want to be because obviously he's like, oh not, God, so Justin Bieber's documentary. yeah <laughs> obviously people like he didn't want people to know he would have told people yeah, already yeah. right and more importantly I didn't want to seem like I was a Justin Bieber fan who was like ah! right. you know so I so I was like you know you look just like one of and he's like no, I didn't know that and I was like yeah like you should I'm like you should check I'm like I'm pretty are you sure it's not you <laughs> like cause I'm like when he said I thought he for sure I thought for sure he was gonna say to me hey uh yeah that's me we used to know each other like that was a yeah, year yeah, whatever yeah. they shot that a year ago or whatever blah 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 no he tells me it is not him and I mean that made some sense to me because I was like even if it is him why would he want people to know like he yeah. doesn't want to be part of it Anyway, so it turns out, so then I go tell a couple of friends of mine, like, this is fucking crazy. Like, this kid looks exactly, like, they even have the same fucking name. Like, yeah. there's no way okay, that this guy is him. not the same person, yeah. right? But he's telling me to my face that it's not, and so I wanted to respect his privacy. So when I told people that this had happened, I was like, maybe <laughs> he's not. respect his privacy. I wanna... But when I told everyone <laughs> I know. I didn't tell everyone. I told a couple people. Now, granted, potentially some of <laughs> people may not have, you know, sworn themselves to the same vow of secrecy yeah. that I did because all of a sudden everyone knew. <laughs> all of a sudden everyone knew. And I felt super bad because it did get back to me that he was pissed off. We we eventually, like, you know, uh, talked about it and moved on with our lives. And, like, I think he's, you know, he's a cool guy now. And I'm pretty sure and he's not him? friends with Justin Bieber, but 100% it was him. <laughs> like, 100% it was And I even said to him afterwards, I was like, dude. You should have just told me. I would. I probably wouldn't have told anyone if you'd been like, please don't tell anyone. No, but every once in a while I make jokes about it. Yeah. Like, anyways, it was a whole long thing. That's amazing. Okay, so we are going to take a quick break. um, And uh, when we come back, uh, I'm going to ask Nikki to marry me. Okay, see you guys in a second. Hi, I am Dan Gallia. And this episode of Running Up the Downstairs is brought to you by Josh Finkelman's Twitter and Instagram account, at KJoshRadio. See you there. Okay, welcome back from the break. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nikki is a bottle and a half in. Um, <laughs> still working on the marriage proposal. <laughs> we'll find out at the end. Um, Can I just say one thing about your shirt that I keep looking at? Oh, yeah, totally. Can I just talk, tell everyone about your shirt? Yeah, tell everyone about So, shirt. Josh is wearing a shirt right now with two cats uh, holding guns, shooting them, which seem like they're aiming at me. They're, well, they're not. Kind they're, of the blanket that will, like, repel off into my heart. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, okay. But, but one has is a normal cat, and the other one has a full, legit, like, fro. I'm so happy um, and, that you And they're both wearing way. suits. And I can't help but to keep answering to the cats because you which feel is making me really comfortable 
Oh, you're oh comfortable. Yeah, so yeah, being yeah. being so being threatened by I don't cats like with cats. Oh, you don't like cats. But this shirt's making me feel really comfortable. This is really great. Okay, so okay. let me tell you a little bit about this shirt. Okay. Um, just for the audience, okay, just cool. because that was the single greatest description <laughs> of what is essentially a cat-headed Pulp Fiction <laughs> yes, um, exactly picture. It's it literally this is like that iconic okay. Pulp Fiction yeah. image, and that is supposed to be Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, well, um, it's but Sammy in this the case, cat. it's yeah, Sammy the Cat okay. Jackson. And that was supposed to be John Travolta with a with a gun. Yeah. Um, well. Depending on how uh, uh, well the website that hopefully this podcast will be on uh, works, maybe I'll even put a picture of it up yeah, with do. this with this podcast so that you'll be able to see what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, well, I'm glad I'm glad yeah. it makes you feel comfortable because I mean some people might have thought it was really super aggressive. Um, it is a bit, but okay, well, whatever. <laughs> can't have it both ways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're uh, we're in the home stretch here. We we've we've hit our, our requisite uh, uh, sponsorship break, okay. um, and we're back from that. And so uh, on the back end, uh, we'll come up with a name for this part of the podcast later on. Uh, okay. But yeah, let's jump forward. Okay. Okay. We we've talked about where you started. Mm-hmm. We've talked about where you've where you are. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me where you're gonna be. Tell me what's what's ten years from oh. now. What's 10 I years I like this question. I know. You didn't think, you thought this was just going to oh be fucking gosh. jokes and shit and like really <laughs> no. hard hitting. We're getting deeper than nitty gritty. Okay, 10 so, years. Other than being married to me. Okay. Um, <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> oh, this is so. <laughs> you told me you wouldn't do this. Um, so, uh, 10 years. 10 years from now. Like, I don't like putting that much expectation on myself. All just right, for the old reason that, like, you know, you don't want to, like, let yourself down. But, okay, 10 years this from is, now. I mean, this is, it's not like anyone's ever going to hear this. It's just going to be on yeah. my website. And it's going to be on your Facebook page. Yeah. Okay, let's let's okay. let's make it a little bit easier for okay. you. Let's go, let's go five years. Okay. Tell me five years. Five years. Like, I'll be how old? Uh, 40? No, no. Well, okay. 38. <laughs> oh, like my age. That's perfect. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. You'll be super old five years from now. Ugh. All right. Uh, where would I like to be? Yeah, totally. Um, Tom, give me, give me some dreams. What motivates you? Where do you, what, what, what pushes you to, what's the next place you want to push to? Uh, like next a full-size place? Christmas tree or just... <laughs> It's my tinsel tree, <laughs> uh, my tiny apartment, because I'm tiny. That's what I love about it. Everything is just the right size. Okay, so uh, where would I like to be? Okay, first I'd like to say I'd like to be happy, because okay, I think sure. it's just something I like to put out there. And you want world peace and... Well, yeah, and sure, of course. No... <laughs> uh, I think that the next step I'd like to be doing um, more for me. Um, I think working, uh, having... Oh God, there's so many things. I think I would love to have a studio uh, where I could teach and do my own courses. So let me ask you about that. Let's focus on that one thing for one second. So okay. when you say studio, do you mean like like a salon? Like how, no, how like a studio. Like I think when I think about a studio, like personally for my likeness, I think like of a raw industrial space, um, you know, decor, like my style. So I'm very like boho-y kind of... Um, you know, hippie, but sure. you know, modern. I don't know. Uh, You're somewhere not wearing that's, a cat. In yeah, no, t-shirt. yeah, exactly. Uh, but somewhere where I, it's super warm and welcoming for people who want to learn. And but what would like? What would you be doing in the studio? So when you say when you say studio, I think like your like uh, where you do makeup for the yeah, for the where show I would do stuff. makeup. Well, not for the show. Makeup uh, for clients. Makeup for talent. Uh, makeup for classes. I'd love to maybe even have a shared studio with other hairstylists or photographers. Um, and even just something like that to have on the side where I'm like partially doing that. 
Uh, I'm a weird Sagittarius, so I'm I'm very much of a, a dreamer, and I love change. So I would love to have that as something in five years, but I'd That's also cool. love to be doing freelancing and traveling more with my job. Interesting. I yeah. like that. I like all that. Yeah. Uh, so that's, th- I mean, that's not, I don't think you can jinx yourself from that, but I like the idea of you having like a studio. Yeah. Uh, like, would you have like, do you see yourself like, um, like having shoots at the studio? Yeah. Or, like, that's why I would love it to be shared so we could do that kind of stuff, right? Where people would like be comfortable enough to come and get more than one service or, you know, um, if they were shooting anything, like whether it be a segment for something or something like this. Or, you know, just anything. like Makeup for of, podcasts? Yeah, like, I mean, you know, like, I don't know. Like, just something that's um, easy for a lot of different artists in this industry. Whether it's, it be someone like yourself doing a podcast, whether it's a photographer doing a shoot, whether it's a hairstylist, makeup, doing some kind of creative, where you're doing an editorial shoot for a magazine or for a commercial. Yeah. Like, something like that would be really wicked. I that's, think it would be awesome. That's cool. You could probably have regular hours for that. Yeah. Know. Yeah, but even if not regular, like, just something to have on the side. Whereas if I was traveling, I could still do that and have, like, make my own schedule where, you know, it's, like I said, like a shared space. So it's not just only solely on you to maintain, but, you know. That's fantastic. I really like that idea. Mm -hmm. I think it's good to have, like, it's funny because I I know what you mean by the I don't want to jinx myself. Because, like, I, I, I sort of have the same sort of thing about, like, thinking about the future and stuff where it's like, well, if I... If I think about it and like then I might you know maybe I won't. It's not it won't even about. I think thinking about it is is good. I think thinking about it and putting it out to the universe is like the number one thing you should do. I think it's just um, to make sure that you create space, like we were talking about earlier, to make sure that you do have that room in your life and in your head and in your body to do create. Um, but it's the expectation sometimes when you know you create busy days and you're like oh I didn't get that done, then you kind of let yourself down a bit. But yeah. five years, ten years is a lot. So I think it's like yearly at a time. Um, I'm definitely comfortable with setting goals a year at a time, but five years is, you know, it's manageable well, in it's your fun- mindset. It's funny that you put it that way because, like, I feel like I'm in the midst of this. So, like, I, I've always sort of been, and, like, you know, most people who are, like, if you're listening to this and you know me well, you you know this already. But I tend to be someone who talks about, like, my plans a lot and then yeah. doesn't always follow through on And me. I think that's the key is to not really vocalize that. You kind of keep it, like, I've, I saw, like, a, a whole video of it. Um, it's almost like a TED Talks kind of thing sure. where that's kind of the key to success is to like not really voice it until you're like sort of in it yeah. and like doing it because then again, you kind of, if you don't do it, then you let yourself down, which, yeah. you know, because you always want to like maintain those goals and set them and, and do them. So and, and that's the thing. So like, I would always do Tell that. that. I would, always, yeah, I would say like, Hey, I got this yeah, great idea totally. and it'd be like, Oh, that's a really great idea. And then it'd be like five years later and that yeah. great idea and I'm like that just... too and I'm slowly le- I think we're just slowly learning to just kind of keep it at like par you know tell yeah. a few people but don't be like this is what I do you know and then well yeah. that's the thing like and this is what all this is about and stuff like I kind of I had this moment like I've been really this has been a very introspective year for me like I've been right. really trying to sort of yeah you know, I'm getting old and whatnot yeah. and you know if you're older than me I know I'm not that old and if you're younger than me <laughs> fuck you I'm not that old um, and uh, but regardless like I'm you know approaching 40 40s always seem like this really big number and 40's shit 40s like the new 30 oh fucking 30s the new 20 and well, so like 70s people are it's dead perfect uh, no. okay don't say that <laughs> I'm just kidding people live past 70 I swear I know right? uh, hello? hello oh oh they're dead okay cool gotcha oh, yeah. I just made up Taylor Swift oh yeah Ooh, she's dead awkward is this the line in the sand well, is that Justin Bieber on one side song. and Taylor Swift on. Just part of a song. I'm just quoting a song. Oh, okay. I just, I mean, yeah. oh, it's got really awkward. <laughs> uh, 
Sorry, Taylor. I'm sorry, Taylor. I guess I guess Taylor Swift will never do this podcast. Um, okay. At any rate, uh, no. But that was the thing. So like, I I would tell people all the, these things I wanted to do, and then I wouldn't do them. And so then, and then I would be like, I'm like, okay, this year is going to be the year that I do right. it, and this year is going to be, and all of a sudden it's not. Yep. It's years later. So what I what I came to the thing that I sort of came to is I was like, when I turn, I want to by the time I I turn forty. Which at the time of this idea was about three years away. Now is a little over two, um, and I was like, give myself like a good chunk of space, yeah, to make some things happen, rather than having this like arbitrary one year sort of deadline where it's like if I didn't do it, then not only was I disappointed in myself, people would be I think were sort of you know privately frustrated with me, maybe potentially still are, mm-hmm. um, and then more importantly, the cycle would start again. So, like, I'd be into that same sort of, okay, it's a new year, I gotta, right. you know, and then that sort of, it's like that snake eating its tail, you're just constantly bashing your head against the same wall. So, yeah. this time, with this, and with a couple other things that I'm trying to work on, um, I feel like I've given myself this wider, I'm like, okay, I've got three years, two years, whatever it is, mm-hmm. uh, and I find it's way more manageable on mm-hmm. my brain. Like, yes, I put off some things over the summer because, like, I injured my back, but, but still. I mean, that's life, right? Like, yeah. Like, that stuff happens to people, and I think this always happens to people more so than we think personally, because we're like oh my gosh I didn't do it oh my gosh I didn't buy the house this year oh my gosh I didn't pay this off this year but I think it's just a matter of like organization in your mind yeah and like really like putting it out there personally but sometimes we put it out there because we want to make it seem like we have all these achievements and goals but really it's like we're kind of just showing off in a sense to people being like I have this idea and I'm going to do this and I have that and then meanwhile we're like overwhelming ourselves and not really giving us like the enough you know creative space to do so uh so going on your your sort of rant there in terms of like not your rant you know what I mean like your topic there of telling people is that that's what we try like try and work on not to sort of like try to tell it's hard not to because you're excited about an idea right so and that's always the thing like I always and especially like I know for me like I'll come up with something I have this really bad habit of like I'll tell my mom something that that I'm but then they come back and like so how's this doing you're like shit I've fucking haven't done it. <laughs> oh, all oh, right, that thing. I oh yeah, I slept on that. Yeah, I, I slept on that such for a great, year. The one, it wasn't yeah. so great the next morning. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> well, yeah. Um, okay, let me let me switch gears for one second because I, I speaking of the future and whatnot, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna tie this into something we we both have in common because okay. um, you have uh, two relatively new uh, nieces yeah. that uh, your sister had last year, the right? Best, yeah. Uh, and I have a I have a nephew who's a little bit older than mm-hmm. than them and a nephew who was a little bit younger and a pseudo nephew okay. um, who is wow. uh, also pretty young. Okay. Um, they're just I'm training them so that when I'm old and you know yeah. alone they'll they'll, take, they'll take care of me. I got a little <laughs> I got a whole fucking the creepy old uncle. Okay, just old uncle. Thank you very much. Creepy. I don't know if I'll be old. At any rate, the point being, um, I kind of jokingly refer to them as like my contingency plan. Right. But okay. um, just you know, just in case, um, they'll take care of me. Where but uh, <laughs> no, but I guess like, but it's also made me think about the future about like you know being a role model and um wanting to be a part of like you know these little fucking um yeah like my my youngest nephew is like i mean he's like a four month old like they're just it's crazy blobs you know um but do your nieces uh, like i mean it's that cliche idea of like you know someone has a kid like they changes the way they look at the world but do you do you see things differently because you have these like you know, oh my little gosh. nieces and stuff. I think that I never realized the type of love existed in my entire, like, soul when my sister had those babies. And 
I, of course. I mean, you hear stories of, like, horrible stories, especially when we're on the news, and you see, you know, when you when I see babies and when I'm driving and I see someone walking there, like, you know, stroller across the street, everything is in a different perspective now. It's like you're in control of these lives, and not only are they just lives, I mean, obviously it's the main huge thing, but it's like they're connected to you, and they're, like, so much an innocent, and it's the innocence that just blows my mind. It's like they're so they are not tainted or jaded by anything in this lifetime that, like, we all kind of not, like, you know... Come by naturally. Right? It's like, they're just this... The, the energy is so beautiful and, and, and light and makes everything fun and happy. And I think, yeah, of course it's changed the way I look at things and the way I feel. But do you do you sort of look at them as, like, motive... I mean, it sounds cheesy to say, like, their motivation to do things, but um, do you look at them, like... Like, when they're old enough to understand... Because, I mean, they're still pretty young. Like, they're, like, my, oh my, you know, they're my like nephews. Two. Yeah, they don't yeah. really have, like, a, a concept of the world. But, like, I know I've started to think of things like, you know, when they're, when these two children are old enough to... Or three kids are old enough to, like, know what I am rather than just being this, like, you know... Does it make you want to be, like, a bearded. better person or something? Yeah, or, like, and with your job, like, you know, be more... Uh, you know, move forward or like do things that challenge you. Like you were yeah. talking about doing things that scare you. Like, do you find that they that pushes you more than perhaps you were before they were? Sure. I mean, yeah, I think so. I think that it makes me want to be a better person in general. And success is like my main key in life right now. It's my focus. And uh, you know, yeah. I mean, they're not they're not mine. Um, but they feel like they're like, you know, like, I feel like sometimes I'm like, I just could take one. Yeah. <laughs> you have the other one. Split them in. <laughs> but, be over here. but yeah, I think it drives me to be better. They came into my work on um, the other day and it was like, I was a proud person. Like, when can I say that was the last feeling I had about bringing, and my mom and my sister also came and I'm just proud to show off my family. And I think family in general just literally puts fire under my ass to become successful and, and be better. And if better is something in life I can be with work, I'll take it. But with treating other people and having more understanding and compassion, for sure. Ever since they came into this world, 100%, I would say that I have more of that. Nice. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I can't think of a better place to uh, to park this one than um, right on the heads of your tiny little nieces who inspire you, mm -hmm. like my tiny little nephews. Yeah. Um, and I did say park on their heads. Um, yeah, and I'm trained, they're <laughs> in training to be the next makeup artist, so nice. watch out, world. Oh, yeah. well, you're gonna, you gotta, there's a dynasty. They there. love beauty. Nice. Yeah, well, yeah. also, you know, you want them to yeah, be into yeah. substance. Also, yeah. I mean, it's not just about the outside. Um, anyhow, uh, <laughs> Nikki, thank you so no very fun. much for being no in the uh, initial run of this uh, whatever this me. oh I wouldn't of course um, and uh, you are just a fantastic human being and you guys can also uh, follow Nikki's adventures in makeup at Nikki Strachan makeup on Instagram that's right it's Instagram and Instagram. I mean I don't know if she has Twitter or whatever but nah, like fuck Twitter you know really. yeah. uh, unless they want to sponsor me and then <laughs> hey you guys are great um, love Twitter 280 love characters um, so yeah thank you no so problem. much Nikki I am Josh Mickleman you can uh, find me at at Josh Radio on pretty much all the shit um, <laughs> come back next week or in a couple days come back or next week this is so fun whenever and the Josh fuck I put another one up I'm okay. You're I'm good. all right. You're good. Um, but thanks for listening, guys, uh, even if you were the only one. Have a great night. Uh, thanks okay, for guys. coming to the downstairs. <laughs>